and we're live with D Green with Amy. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to D Green with Amy. I'm Amy. After adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, my hubby Rick and I lost over 130 pounds. Now I coach others on their plant-based journey. Just has voice. Let's welcome our guest. Timory Hagenberger, RDN, aka The Nutrition Professor, is the author of the recipe book, The Foodie Bar Way. Please click like to help be green with Amy. Welcome, Timory Hagenberger. Greetings and welcome back, Timory. Hello. <laughs> and Timory, you brought somebody special with you today. Would you please introduce your special person? Yes, my special person is my daughter, Mia, and she's getting to be taller than I am. I don't know how, oh, look at this. The posture improves that she is taller than me. Yes, this is my daughter. She's going to be 16 very soon. Oh. So, well, greetings, Mia, and welcome, and happy almost birthday. Thank you. So, so Mia's busy doing something. What is she doing? She is cutting some cherry tomatoes for one of the recipes that we're gonna to make together today. This is something that we've made for years. And the kids, when I asked them about what to make for this repeat visit with you, they said, no question, curry tuna, which is called curry zuna in our house because we use garbanzo beans instead of tuna. But she, both, my daughter and son said we used to eat that all the time when we were little it was so good we that would be a great recipe to get kids interested and involved well that's great i think about when we first began our plant-based journey and we had our certain things that we finally said oh this is something that i could eat and we liked it so much and then after a while you get new recipes and then that that good old recipe kind of fades away then it resurfaced and you're like why don't we eat this more often we always liked it when we first began so i guess you had the same experience we did and we do that you know we get into those um situations where maybe it's a season or we just have a craving for something and we eat that eat that eat that and then we forget about other recipes. And that's what's been so fun about the cookbook, The Foodie Bar Way, because those recipes are what we go back to over and over and over again as a family. I have my copy right here. Yeah, and I have mine. This is, I, I mean, I have it. a lot of different bookmarks in this recipe yes. book, because this has been really one of our go-to books. Excellent. From, from the beginning and, and still now. We, we have a certain favorites and, and I love the book because you have not just recipes, but you've done it in a different kind of way, but you also have sauces. So you have it kind of divided up and we yeah. can talk more about your book a little later. So I'm really excited about this. And I have a friend on here that just came on and she said, hi, Amy, I want to acknowledge Joanne. I hadn't seen her. I used to have a, well, I still kind of have it, but we haven't met. We had a potluck dinner meetup group that we used to have that met in person. We haven't seen each other for a while. So hi, Joanne. Thanks for saying hi. Joanne's a wonderful cook and she actually has done some recipe demos at our in-person meetings. And maybe one day I'll have her on the show too. Right, Joanne? Well, hello, Joanne. Nice that you joined us. <laughs> well, tell us names of the recipes that you're going to show us. So I am going to show you a recipe that's out of the cookbook 
that is a version of our, our Zuna foodie bar. So Zuna is going to be in place of tuna. We're going to use garbanzo beans. But you make a base, and I'm going to show you how to do that, and then you can flavor it in any way you'd like. Just like the traditional tuna can be very basic with just relish and mayo and carrot and celery and you know you call it a day you can also get creative with ingredients and so we're going to make a version of it that we like that's called curry zuna and it uses curry powder and some cinnamon along with some other ingredients that may not sound great together but when you do put them together it's an amazing combination of textures and flavors and sweet and tangy and oh it's just excellent but we also want to make a mayonnaise because traditional mayonnaise is made with oil and egg and an egg yolk you can actually make mayonnaise that way but that doesn't sound very healthy and it's not so we're going to make one that actually loves you back and so we're going to use silken tofu and that is again out of the cookbook but I am giving those recipes to you through the show notes for this special show with Amy. So these, I'm gonna make the, the demo or the um, mayonnaise and then we'll do the curry zuna. And then also Mia has a recipe. There are several recipes in the book that have my kids' names associated with them because they are their creations. And so my daughter created a peanut butter she adds, adds peanut butter but a banana chocolate spread that mm. we created long time ago that we still eat i still eat it at least once a week we're going to make that as well and show you how we can um, enjoy fruit in that so that's our plan for today excellent and one of the topics that we're going to cover today is getting kids and of course mia is not a kid but what do we call them when they're not kids, but they're still our offspring? I mean, offspring, that's kind of a weird word. There should be a good word to call somebody that's not a child, but they're ours. We're going to be talking about getting family. our family, getting our family. Yeah, because right. it's not just our kids, getting our family into the kitchen and also helping them to adopt this lifestyle or take it up a notch or just navigate it. And of course, it's all in the food, right? If you yeah. get the food right, everything else will follow along, won't it? It does, absolutely. Oh, Joanne said, I also have Timory's cookbook. I really enjoy her recipes and all the options it provides. So yes, the options make it fun. Yes, it does. Yeah, and Jesse T said, ooh, sounds delicious. So It is going to be delicious. Good. <laughs> and this is a recipe that then becomes versatile as far as like the mayonnaise. You can use it in a variety of different ways. And you also, this curry zuna, even all made up, can last in the fridge for days. So it can be something that you can have very quickly at your fingertips once you make it. So we can start, Amy, can I start with yeah, that? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, so for the mayonnaise, I am using a silken tofu. So silken tofu is found either in the juice box type containers that are shelf stable until they're open, or now I actually hear where I am in Florida, we can't find those very easily. So I go to the produce section and in the cooler, 
they have the silken tofu that's in the plastic, which looks a lot like the tofu that's the normal, I don't say normal, but the other type of tofu that's water packed that you could slice and grill or do something else with. This is, you want to think about custard texture. This is nothing that you would be able to um, slice and like I said, grill or bake or anything. This is great for sauces and dressings and those types of things. Yes. So I'm going to go start off our game and then this way we can incorporate that as we go along and you talk yeah. about your different ingredients. It's time for True or False on Be Green with Amy Live. Answer true or false to Amy's questions in the comments below and Amy will ask our guest for the expert answer. Now, okay, since you were talking about the tofu, I thought that we should start off with the true or false question. So Green Warriors, what's your answer? Greater intake of soy foods is linked to a decrease in the risk of breast cancer, prostate cancer, and cardiovascular disease. So they're going to type in their answer. And Timory, because you're the nutrition professor, you don't just do cooking demos. You're a registered dietitian. You know this stuff. So tell us about the tofu and the soy and, and all about that. Yes, so soy is... Our friend unless you are allergic and there's a very small percentage of people who are actually allergic to soy but soy actually has some properties phytonutrients that are very specific to soy that can help reduce our risk of cancer and so instead of even with someone who's had breast cancer we see in studies less recurrence so it is something that we want to include. And tofu is one of the ways we can do that. So I am putting the silken tofu in the blender. Now, the recipe calls for a 12.3 ounce. So that's a smaller container. That's the, the shelf stable type juice box container. So this is more. So I'm just increasing the ingredient amount. But what you have in the show notes um, works perfectly. So I'm not gonna, we don't need to go through the amounts of ingredients here because you're gonna have that in the show notes. So we're gonna add onion powder, garlic powder, Dijon mustard or any mustard that you enjoy. And we like mustard. This is a, <laughs> Mia loves mustard. Mom loves mustard. My dad, Papa, loves mustard. He tells us stories about making mustard sandwiches when he was a little kid in New York. So we are big fans of mustard. And then I am putting in, instead of sugar, I'm putting in some date syrup. But date syrup that I made, there's a recipe in the cookbook for it. But also, I did a prep together with my community, the Foodie Bar Way of Life, and we froze ice cubes of date syrup, which makes it excellent to be How able to use. clever. Uh -huh. I love that. And so I just sliced off a piece because it doesn't get rock hard like ice cubes. It stays in the cube, but it's easy to cut. So I just cut off a piece. And that is what I'm going to use because it's a, about half a teaspoon to a teaspoon's worth. But 
It was so fun to do that prep together. I'm actually doing another prep together tomorrow night, my garlic mushroom prep together. And those are normally member only events, but I'm opening it up to the public. So if you are interested in joining me, make sure that you send me an email because I will be happy to share with you the um, Zoom link, the direct Zoom link. Oh, that is so wonderful. So to say that, repeat that again, and I'm going to put that in the show notes. So the prep together I'm doing with garlic mushrooms is tomorrow night, Thursday, and it's 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. And if you email me at thenutritionprofessor.com, either at thenutritionprofessor.com or thenutritionprofessor at Gmail, you can either contact me through my website or just directly, I'll send you a Zoom link. Wow. And I'm going to put this all in the show notes in case people aren't able to jot this down. So they yeah, can put a link and, and then this way they can do that. How exciting. Garlic mushrooms. Oh, They're I mean, so good. That They're sounds so good. delicious. Oh, I'm excited about that. And I also put links for your book. Thank you. Because to me, it's not just a recipe book. It's, it's kind of like a reference book. It is. One of my, so cute, one of my members of the community said, it's like my cooking Bible. Because I just go to it and think, oh, that's how you do this. Oh, that's how you do this. And so it does. It is a combination of all kinds of reference information, but very practical and doable. And it keeps the variety going. Yes. So I, the only thing I added that I didn't talk about was soaked sunflower seeds. That is going to be in place of the original recipe was a friend of mine that I adjusted and she had cashews and cashews are expensive. So they're optional, but I use sunflower seeds instead, raw sunflower seeds. Yeah, we have one, one of our family members is actually allergic to cashews. And right. we learned about substituting from you, actually, because yeah. that was Yeah, exactly. We they work. And it saved the day. It does. <laughs> and it's so much cheaper, too. Mm -hmm. So, and they're very accessible. And you want to keep those in the freezer, always nuts and seeds in the freezer. Okay, so I'm going to... Because they go rancid, right? They do go rancid. Because they're not in their original nature's container. Right. They do because the fatty acid, the bonds in the fatty acid are impacted by the oxygen and the heat. So when we keep them in the freezer, then they last much longer. And yeah, and they taste fresher. They, they taste fresher. And it's important. We're, we have to be careful about the money we're spending on food. We want to buy high quality food, but we want to make sure we're taking good care of that food. Yeah. So that and you're less likely to grab it for a snack. <laughs> exactly. Much <laughs> less in the freezer. So I am going to mix this up. And I'll just talk to everybody while we have her muted. So you won't be able to hear the blender, but she's still there, guys. So these are such great tips. And I'm so glad that Mia is coming. I think this may be her de debut online to see if she can talk to us about what she likes to do. We're going to ask her in a little bit. Catherine said, the Foodie Bar Way is the best whole food plant-based cookbook I've ever had. 
I literally use it every day. Wow. I feel the same way about it, Catherine. And I have my copy here and I have all different placeholders in there just so that I can find different, my favorite things. That's my Catherine. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you knew her. (laughs) You know what's so neat is that Catherine found the Foodie Bar way of life through the last prep together. When I opened it up to the public, she participated and she said, now why should I join this community? And I gave her some reasons, but then members started coming in like crazy saying, because this, because this, because this. And at the end of it, she said, I must join. And so within (laughs) two minutes of the end of that prep together, I got an email notification that she joined. I'm so blessed because she has been such a wonderful um, part of our community. And she just, she gets so excited about trying the different foods. We even co-invented a new foodie bar, which is what we are going to be doing more and more of in the membership. Now a foodie bar, tell everybody, it's not a a snack bar, like you rip it open. It's a bar like it's like it's a buffet kind of right. salad bar, but it's not just salad. No, it's all kinds of things from Zuna to nachos to pasta to all kinds of things where all of a sudden you see options and everybody has different options that they can personalize their own plate. So Mia, do you want to talk a little bit about how we used to, would do like our pizza, foodie bars? when we had people over or nacho foodie bars. Yeah, um, that way everyone wasn't complaining because there was something a part of the meal that we made that they didn't like or they were allergic to or whatever. Everybody got to choose what they wanted. And especially when we were young and our cousins would come over and they were young too, everyone could eat something that was healthy, that they enjoyed without there being like a bunch of different kinds of meals. So this way we could all have one meal and everyone was happy. That's my motto. That's my motto. One meal, lots of options, so everyone's happy because we can't have short order cooking because that is no fun. No fun for anyone. Yeah. And I love it because a lot of these ingredients are separated so that people can pick and choose what they want on their particular plate. And then when you go to put it away, they're separated again and then you could make a different foodie bar with those same ingredients, but not maybe all of them and just take them out for a different kind of breakfast thing or a snack thing or whatever. So, Which is what we're going to do with the mushrooms. I'm doing a cooking demo in the membership on on Saturday and it's a pasta foodie bar. And I'm going to use the mushrooms that I'm prepping on Thursday that for that. So it's all those different components. Way fun. All right. So we did the mayo that's done and we could keep that in the refrigerator and it gets it'll get thicker so it works fantastic and then now we can move on right to the you just made mayonnaise and i didn't even (laughs) how did that happen boom i know (laughs) that fast it was quick so i'll put that to the side for now now we are gonna make a base so one thing, I mean, I'm going to have you cut this up, but I wanted, I didn't want to cut the scallion because I wanted to make sure I could make a, a few comments about it. 
first thing is some older recipes, and I would think that they're just older, but talk about using just the green or just the white. You want to use the whole thing. You just don't want to use the very tip that has the root. But if you want to try to grow more, then buy them at the grocery store and then put them in water and see if you can get them to grow with that little um, root. But when you wash them, rinse them, you don't just put them under the sink. You want to make sure you're getting inside where some of the sand and dirt can be. So that's just a little tip there. I usually will slice the white part so that you don't get a big piece of onion because sometimes these scallions or green onions can actually be pretty strong depending on, you know, I've had some where it was very strong. So a big piece may not be the greatest. We want this meal, we want this item to be a party in your mouth. We want all the little flavors and textures to all come together. And if we have big chunks of things, that's not going to happen. So Mia did an amazing job cutting up the celery. You can see how gorgeous it is. She grated carrot. And again, you can cut things as you wish. She diced the cherry tomatoes and the cucumber. And then I was also in the process of cutting the grapes, which I'll talk about in just a few minutes. But if you want to cut the scallion, I'm going to move on to making the base for the Zuna. So again, this is based on garbanzo beans instead of tuna. So a lot of people hear the messaging about fish and think of it as a very healthful food because it's pushed by a lot of different organizations. But we don't take very good care of our oceans. And unfortunately, the fish will accumulate all the toxins that we put into the ocean. And now we're seeing microplastics showing up in fish. So it's just not something that we want to, um, we want to consume. So what I'm admiring, do, I'm admiring Mia's knife skills. <laughs> oh yes. She knows wow. how to use a knife and she's actually holding the knife as she should. Most people will hold the knife from the handle, but she, correct, but she's doing it right. She didn't even think about it. She pinches the knife here and then she wraps her fingers around. Don't stick your finger out there just like this. And then she has control and yeah, she was doing it gorgeous. You can put it right in there. And that's Thank what's you for noticing about. her knife skills. Well, yeah, I'm very impressed. We all really need to know how to, to operate in the kitchen. And if we can get our young kids in the kitchen, that would be so helpful to make them feel more comfortable in the kitchen. I think that they have some knives that don't have very sharp blades, but you can maybe have them chop up a cucumber or, or something right. that wouldn't need of a sharp blade so that they could kind of practice. There are definitely age-appropriate tasks it can be ripping lettuce. It doesn't have to even be involved at all with a knife. There's stirring. There's so many different things that they can do. Shaking, you know, all kinds of different things. So we have to think beyond, oh my gosh, it's dangerous to have a kid, you know, with a big knife. Well, yeah, it is, but you don't have to give them a big knife. You can have them do other jobs. So that is important. 
I'm going to make this base now. So these are just garbanzo beans that I cooked. I soaked overnight, cooked them in the instant pot. Right. You so don't some people call them chickpeas, right? Yes. Chickpeas yeah. or garbanzo beans. Okay. You can do, you can buy them canned. Not a problem. You can actually find them now canned without salt, which is wonderful. So mm -hmm. even the low, the organic varieties that I've seen, like S&W's organic variety is actually really low in sodium, but you can get them without added salt as well. So we're doing a can's worth, which is somewhere between a cup and a half to a cup and three quarters. And this is just one batch of the recipe. I typically would make more because we like to have it over several days, but I want to be able to show you, um, how that works. So we need to bring in the sea if we want it to be the tuna replacement, right? And if you don't like this, anything related to fishiness, then you don't have to do this. But if you add a little bit of nori, which is the sea vegetable that we use for sushi rolls or dulse, which you can find another sea vegetable just in a shaker, you can add that to this and it can give that kind of background and it gives you some iodine, which is an important mineral. So we, I have a half piece in here. You can do as much as you like. I have found we like to cut it with scissors. Um, See, that's so, something that a, a younger family member could do, right? Is, yes. Is, they have those blunt scissors that they could be cutting that up? Yep, that they can be doing that. Different. And actually, while she's doing that, I am going to talk about with little kids, we want to make sure that they do not have a choking risk. So there's actually quite a few um, kids, unfortunately, that die every year because of choking on hot dogs and they can eat tofu dogs, anything that's that shape of their little throat and grapes are huge choking risks because they can get stuck in there and then they can't get it out. So we always want to make sure we're cutting long ways so that the pieces and then like half moons, I'm actually going to cut them smaller than that for this because I want a bite, um, be able to put a bite in every spoonful a bite of each of the ingredients but it's very important that we don't have a bowl of cherry tomatoes or a bowl of grapes and let the kids just eat them without having those sliced we just have to be mindful of their um, throats so that's definitely something um, oh angela fischetti said say hello sorry to be late but please give my best to timory yes hello <laughs> I'm so glad you tuned in. Now we also Hi, have <laughs> almonds. So again, these are all of the ingredients are options. And that's how it is with the foodie bar way. If you say, well, I'm allergic to, you know, almonds, then don't put them in or switch them out for another nut. Or if you say I'm going nut free, great, just skip it. It's not necessary, it's just an option to consider. And that way we can really honor everybody's taste preferences and allergies and just their where they are in the transition. And we need to be doing that with kids too. It's really important to honor 
where they are and then help them to stretch a little bit outside their comfort zone. So, so I'm Lydia, do you know how old, do you remember how old you were when you guys transitioned into this plant-based lifestyle? Uh, I think it was five, four or five. So she was a little cutie. Yes, she's still <laughs> a little cutie. Oh, she's still a little cutie, but she was a littler. Well, now that's some frustration you could be relieving right there. <laughs> yes, actually, frustration. I, yes, you get to. <laughs> yes, and she. One of our favorite ways to get out frustration is what? The lettuce flexing thing. This the salad spinner. Oh, when she's had spinner. a crazy day. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. We have had many laughs about this because I'll say, you want to get out some aggression? <laughs> Very fun. Very fun. Oh, that is great. And productive. Okay, so for this Zuna, that's it. I mean, no, we're going to just do the Nori. So you don't have to do both Nori and Dulce. And this, the secret to this is we're not making hummus. So do not over process. Okay. You can do this with a fork. You can just smash the garbanzo bean. But if you do it in a food processor, you want to make sure that you're not over processing it. So I'm just looking to see most of the beans are chopped a little bit. Yeah, and you, if, if anybody ever ate tuna, they would kind of remember what that looked like because that's really what it winds up looking like. Exactly. So let me show that's you. That's a powerful I, food processor. This is a, oh, this is a great food processor. I have to tell you, this is the one that is still within, it's less than $50. And the last time I bought one was 2015. And I use it all the time. And it is actually an excellent one if you are as you're aging because it's super light. You know, some of those food processors yes. are huge and they're super heavy. This is very light. In fact, you'll probably think it's a piece of junk and it'll make loud noise, but it works like a champ. Let me show you. Can you see the texture? Oh, yeah. That's what it looks okay. very So that's what we want. So let's do a bowl. I'm going to say hi to Deborah. Deborah said hi, and Amy, and everyone. Glad you're here, Deborah. Yes, thank you for tuning in live. That's way fun. Okay, so let's, I've got all of this coming in. Now, one thing that I like to do, and I've always done when I've made this specific curry zuna, is that I add the curry powder to the mayo separately because the I want to mix this the least possible. I don't want to keep mushing this garbanzo bean mix. So I want to just fold in the ingredients. So what I often will do is mix the rest of it and I can add, we can add the, the vegetables, but we just don't want to over mix when we're adding spices and things into the mayo. So if you want to add, you can talk about what you're adding. And I can do this. Okay, this is chopped celery. And again, no, 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 use them. If any of these ingredients are like, oh, I don't think so, leave them out. Cucumber. And we got organic cucumber that um, we do not peel. 
Okay, so scrub but do not peel because you really want the nutrients. Carrot, same thing. Yeah, that's what I love about the organic produce because you don't have to right. worry about no, peeling it. And, and I learned from you to, when we're not doing that today, but when you use citrus to take some of that zest yes. and add it in because it has a lot of nutrients in it as well. And when it's organic, you don't have to be so worried about it. So if she has cherry tomatoes, now the grapes. Now you can use raisins, but you're gonna get more, more quantity of food and you're gonna get more satiety if you use the whole fruit that's not dried. So in a pinch, you can use raisins, but if you can get grapes, I would highly recommend them because it'll make for a better mouthfeel and it adds some delicious moisture. And then the, the almonds. Now, I am dealing with the mayo on this end of things. So I have a curry powder, and curry powder, you really, um, every single one is gonna be different. And actually, there is no recipe for curry powder. Everybody's family in India and those in different countries that use a lot of curry make their own spice blends. So every one that you'll taste that you purchase will taste different. So you just have to find the ones that you really enjoy. I like adding extra cinnamon. So that's what I did to this one. Oh, let's talk about cinnamon because I have another true or false. Okay. And that is true or false, using Ceylon cinnamon is preferable to using cassia cinnamon. So why don't you guys type in your true or false, your answer, and then tell us about the differences between them and what the answer is to that question. I'm gonna add a little more mayonnaise to this. We go for the Ceylon cinnamon because the um, cassia cinnamon, which is what you typically see in the grocery store, just marked as cinnamon, can have some, an not an ingredient, but a property, a, a compound that can be a little rough on the liver. So people were going a little crazy a few years ago with adding, like consuming a ton of cinnamon and even taking cinnamon um, capsules and things like that. And so you can overdo it with that cinnamon. And so the Ceylon cinnamon is a variety that doesn't have that compound in it. So we don't have to worry. Um, but we also want to make sure that we're not just eating tablespoons of, you know, any spice because we really want to make sure that even with turmeric, you know, the recommendation is, you know, a quarter of a teaspoon of culinary amount to maybe a teaspoon because they are potent. Okay, so I have mixed up the mayo and then we're just going to have to mix and figure out how much we need yeah you can mix that first and it's oh, so nice okay. to know that that mayonnaise is not made of oil because those oily the standard mayonnaise by adding it you're taking you're putting yourself more at risk but when we're adding something an ingredient that actually will bring us more health way fun you need more now yeah. joanne says she likes to use a potato masher so she or likes the garbanzo beans yeah. Mia loves the potato masher. She uses it for tofu when she yes. does the stir fry. She uses it for avocado mm -hmm. toast for avocado. So how does that look? 
Good. I know. She loves the mayo. Okay. So I think that is looking good. I want to, we're going to have her make her um, Mia's banana chocolate spread. And I'll have her do, yeah, you can use a fridge one. I'm going to help get a couple ingredients for her. But I also want to show you ways that you can enjoy this curry zuna. So Jesse T said it looks delicious. Maybe you can hold it up to the camera closer so we can take a look. Ah, oh, beautiful. Look, they're straight in. Look how much it made. That was one can worth a cup and a half to a cup and three quarters of garbanzo beans. And this is full and heavy. It is amazing how, think of how many people you could serve with this. Oh, yeah. It makes a lot. It's wonderful. I now want to show you a couple of creative vessels in or so that you can enjoy this in that. And I will move this. We don't need the sea vegetables anymore. And I will have Mia take over. I love your ideas for vessels. They're yes. just so oh, creative. I'm, I'm just so looking forward to this. Because the last time you were on, and we're going to put a link to that as well, because you did a recipe demo at an uh, earlier time and the vessels that you came up with were just so creative and so beautiful. So I'm really excited about that. So Mia, do you remember when you were four or five, do you have any distinct memories as far as when your mom first introduced this food to you? I actually remember the exact discussion we had when she was kind of like, I learned about this new way of eating and I wanted to share it with you guys. I remember me and my brother were on we had a huge trampoline that they usually put outside but we had it inside of our house <laughs> and so we were sitting on the trampoline looking over the side of it and my parents were talking to us about this change that we were going to go through and so i don't remember the fix but i do remember that being our first discussion about our change and we haven't looked back since no it's five it's so long ago that's yeah. so wonderful. I have family members that have joined me and they, they're really happy. I have a one of my daughters, she said, I wish I found out about this earlier. <laughs> I know. That's, yeah. that's our only regret. But you do the best with the yeah. information you have at the time. And when you can do better with more information, you do. Mm -hmm. Joanne said, I love that you reminded everyone not to puree the mixture and leave the texture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you for that. That was a very creative way to say it, but <laughs> definitely. I'll wait for just for one second. So these are some vessels and you can also, my very favorite is purple cabbage, but I wanted to give you some other ideas. So this is Napa cabbage and Napa cabbage romaine lettuce and bok choy work amazing for vessels for this curry zuna. So we can just load up a, now it's a little bit fun to eat it because it can fall off, but what's a really great way to do it is just to fold it over. So can you grab one of the circle plates? So this is how it will be beautiful. And then how it will be edible, and this works really well, thank you, for the bok choy, but is to just fold over that top piece and then you have a little wrap. We can, that may not stay for me, but the bok choy works great because of the big leaf. 
So we can load up the stem and then we can crack over the leaf and now we have a little portable wrap. Yeah, toothpicks. Great. Okay, do that one for me. And then I'll do one more. That's romaine. And you can do the opposite. You can fill the leaf part, but this just is a fun way to take it with you. You can wrap them up in parchment paper and go. That is so much fun. Oh my goodness. And you can hear even just when you're snapping it in half, you can hear how crunchy it's oh, crunchy. going to be. <laughs> and that's adding more nutrition, more vegetables to your plate. So this, <laughs> this is our little plate of curry zuna. Oh, Jesse T said brilliant vessels. <laughs> yes. Wait, so wait, fun. I'm going to do that once more so I can see them again. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. And we'll take some pictures afterwards. Yes. Um, but I'm going to let Mia take over with her recipe. So good. <clears throat> okay. So I am making chocolate banana spread. I do not remember when I created this, but apparently it was amazing because she has been eating it quite frequently ever since. So we are going to take two very ripe bananas. They look brown, but they're still good. So you're gonna take them out of the peel and we're gonna break them, put them into a bowl. And my hands are washed, by the way. I'm using my hands for this. Two bananas. Because when I created this, I could not yet wield a large, my tool was a fork, so I just mash up the bananas with the fork so that I could get a more smooth consistency. And my mom eats this a lot with a lot of different like scoopers. So we will be having apple and strawberry as our scoopers today, but she has a recipe in her cookbook for cinnamon chips using pita bread mm. and cinnamon and baking them. Then we use those as our chips for or dip. I love it with fruit. And because I'm always looking for ways to get more whole food in, just constantly. And I know the kids are like, oh yeah, you've got that definitely down. I'm gonna take the peels. Thank you. So my banana is mashed. Oh, wait, let me get that. Okay, beautiful. And now, I will be adding, I like to add peanut butter. I'm a huge peanut butter fan. You can add any nut butter or none at all, but I love, love peanut butter. So I'm going to add peanut butter, chunky peanut butter. Deborah said, Mia is a natural. Yes, I Very think nice. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I love watching her cook. And she will often now say, mom, I need the kitchen. That means go. <laughs> I have things I want to do. And she will recreate recipes that she sees online that we get out. I mean, we, we have this. Yes, we have this love affair, her and I, for Korean food. And it's not inexpensive, but they're, they're different flavors. And so she, we talked about it, and she reinvented all these Korean, oh my gosh, del delicious recipes. I feel a cookbook coming on. <laughs> I know, I know. So it's very, very fun. But she is very accomplished in the kitchen. And I will post, um, sometimes she'll surprise me on a Sunday and I'll make this beautiful brunch spread 
Oh, it just brings me to tears. She's just awesome. Okay. okay, continue. Okay, vanilla, which also is, you can add it if you'd like or don't if you do not. It's expensive. You know, have you, it's have either of you tried the vanilla bean powder? I have not. Um, I found some, but it was mixed with sugar, and I was just looking for straight vanilla. Yeah, straight, yeah. Um, so I hadn't found something yet um, that I was happy with. So sometimes we'll use the vanilla extract and sometimes we'll leave it out. Mm -hmm. And then flax, which oh, is brown. Brown flax seed. So I have a true or false about the flax that I'm going to put up for our green warriors. True or false, flax seeds offer powerful protection against breast cancer. Type in your answer and Timory's going to answer that. Yes, flax every single day. I do at least a tablespoon. I typically do about a tablespoon every day. And I, it's very important that you grind it fresh because just like we spoke about earlier with regard to seeds, you want to make sure that they, in their own package, which is the flaxseed itself, it is protected from the elements. But once you grind it, then it's susceptible to going bad and you want to keep it cold. So I actually kind of go overboard a little bit and I keep the flax seeds, the whole flax seeds in my freezer so that when I grind them, and I just did that this morning with my dedicated, this is a coffee grinder, but I use it as a dedicated spice grinder. When I do that, then I put it right into the fridge and because I'm using frozen seeds, it doesn't heat up because when you grind it, brings temperature increase right. but if you're starting with frozen seeds instead of room temperature seeds then you're helping that process oh that's a good takeaway i like that so flaxseed every day and then cinnamon and then our last ingredient and maybe the most important ingredient is cocoa powder to yes. make it chocolatey so this is not cocoa mix this is cacao cocoa powder right so this is unsweetened something that you wouldn't just eat on its own it's very powdery and it's not sweet so we, we actually have a true or false about that the cacao true or false it. is the purest form of chocolate you can consume which means it's raw and much less processed than the cocoa powder which is the heated form of cocoa true yes or false. talk about oh, that sorry. go ahead talk about it well and what most people think about in modern time now is when they think of cocoa, they think of cocoa mix that has dairy and sugar and all kinds of additives. This is definitely in the baking section and I keep it in the freezer um, as well. Gosh, I know I, we do have an extra freezer because I put a lot of things in the freezer now with Mia's. And so this cocoa gives us many different phytonutrients. However, chocolate typically has sugar and saturated fat and milk so cow milk so by using the cacao and cocoa powder um the raw cocoa powder then we get all those benefits but without the sugar without the high level of saturated fat and without the dairy so it's a win-win but you have to provide the sweetness and the sweetness for us is the bananas and mia was saying that those bananas were um, brown, you know, they were ripe and they came out of the fridge because the way we do it is we buy 
bananas. I'll often buy what we call um, banana bread bananas. Some gro grocery stores will sell those spotted bananas cheaper. And that is wonderful. You get those. And then as soon as they're just about too ripe to eat, then you put them in the fridge if you, or if they're just right, you can put them in the fridge and they'll give you another day or so. The outside will turn brown, but the inside will be good. But if you really want to freeze them, you can let them go just a little beyond what you want to eat them and then peel them and just chop them a little bit and put them into the freezer. And then you'll have them whenever you need them. And I will often make the spread from frozen bananas if I don't have any fresh. But I, we typically will have bananas in the fridge and bananas on the counter because they're at different levels of ripeness. Now Mia adds a lot of peanut butter so it's a thicker spread even. And so sometimes she said you add a little bit of almond milk to thin it. So we can, can you put some here? Yeah. I mixed it all together. And then I just cut up an apple. And so the apple and strawberries are perfect for dipping. And I actually took a, I can take a picture of this once we're all done. But that's my, one of my favorite ways to enjoy. And we, um, yeah, we just love summer fruits. And there's just something amazing about the crunchy apple and the creamy chocolate. And I also will add my chai spice blend. That gives us even more turmeric in there. Um, so now you're trying a little artiste. Yeah. So this is Mia's oh, banana chocolate spread with apples and strawberries <laughs> I, th I think i could eat that whole thing <laughs> i oh, i'm yeah. a fan of chocolate so <laughs> definitely so what I, I don't know how we're doing on time it looks like we're yeah, we, actually... yeah we still have some time deborah said yum so everybody's really enjoying this fantastic so do you have any other questions for yes. us Yes, we actually have some questions. We kind of talked about this a little bit. Are, are there any plant-based foods that I should not feed my child? Jenna wants to know. Okay, so definitely those choking hazard foods. We also, I mentioned almond milk, that sometimes um, Mia will add almond milk to thin this. Almond milk is not ever to be um, used as a substitute when kids are really young because it just has only one gram of protein. So all, I know a lot of families are wanting to avoid cow milk, which is a great idea, but soy milk, unless there's an allergy, soy milk is preferred because the profile, the nutrition profile is so much closer to the amount of protein that you get in cow milk. So it's typically about six grams per serving versus one gram for almond milk. And so while adults in the family may be using almond milk, it's not a great idea for the little ones. And breast milk is the number one for the first year of life. And actually, you know, breastfeeding until two years is wonderful, but exclusively for that first six months and then continuing on as a big part of their diet for the first year. And though if something happens and there's, that's not available, 
we have to make sure that they're given a formula. You can't just substitute a, you don't want to give cow milk and you don't want to just substitute a plant-based milk because they need extra iron and they need it to be concentrated source of calories because they're getting so, you know, their bodies are growing so much and they're so little. So that would be something you definitely um, want to be aware of. And then there's a lot of non-plant-based foods that we would worry about, unpasteurized cow milk. Um, sprouts are something that we, because there are some risks for food poisoning, especially commercial sprouts, that, you know, the alfalfa and some of those that you get at the grocery store, those are not indicated for kids. We also want little ones. We also want to think about the high sugar foods, the added sugar. You know, a lot of people just think, oh, we need to make it sweet for the baby so they'll like it or for the little kids. But when we start adding sugars and everything being super sweet, then it desensitizes you know, and then when we are also trying to make, um, you know, kind of this idea of the kids menu, right? So, oh, they won't eat foods unless it looks, you know, it's a snack food. And this is a plant-based, you know, puff, cheese puff or whatever. I think that getting back to real food is really where we should be going instead of just putting a processed food in the cart that happens to be a vegan processed food you know, oh, but it's vegan, it's fine. And trying to find that um, balance between really focusing on the whole foods. So those are some of the things that come to mind to me um, when I think about foods that we shouldn't get our kids, you know, involved in eating. Very good. You've made a very good points. And yes, breast milk is best if you can. And lately they've even been having some recalls and shortages for, for yes. formula. Yeah. Oh, breast, breast milk is the best. I was a um, lactation consultant in when I worked for the WIC program. And it is amazing how much when you learn about it, it is incredible. It is the number one. It is gold, liquid gold for those babies. <laughs> Angela said, spot on, Timory. <laughs> okay, so we have another question. Rebecca wanted to know, what is the best way to introduce leafy greens to a toddler? Well, it depends on where they are in their development as far as chewing and eating. Some of the greens are have enough texture. You know, if you cook spinach, it is slimy mush. I mean, it's, it's mm. going to be very hard to eat. But if you cook, let's say some kale that has some forte, I mean, there's something to the leaf. You can steam it to the point where it'll be easier to eat, but it's also wonderful to put those greens into sauces and dressings and soups and all kinds of things and muffins. And, you know, think about putting greens in little rice mixes. I mean, anything that you are cooking, chopping up greens and the kids know i add greens to everything just chopping them up small and then having those incorporated again each bite should be a party so that is you definitely want to go that route with broccoli what did we used to call broccoli Small green trees. yes baby trees right in the book there is a mia's garlic trees recipe and having the just steamed enough for it to be easy for the kids to eat when you have fun shapes 
and but it's actually food, it can be wonderful. So getting them to eat broccoli and cauliflower and little pieces of bok choy and um, those would be wonderful ways to get the kids eating those leafy greens. You have so many great ideas. Why we were talking a little bit about what you do and we were talking about your book. So we want to talk about it again. I have your book and a lot of the people that are watching already have it, but it's called the Foodie Bar Way. So you want to talk about that and where we can find you and yes. all the wonderful things so, that you're doing. I have this Foodie Bar Way of um, Way cookbook and it is it includes 32 bars and so as you learned today you got a little taste of this concept of having options so when you make that base for the zuna then you can add any options to it that you'd like we did it as a curry zuna today but you could do i have a very long list in here of all different types of ingredients that would be way fun to be able to flavor this with now so i have 32 of those and then i have 94 recipes to support all of those bars one would be like the mayo because i'm going to be using it right in the other recipes so it is very fun but it's also a cookbook right it is a book and i wanted to bring the book to life just like we're doing today with the demo so in the summer last summer i created the foodie bar way of life and that is a community where we get together and i mentioned it a little bit earlier with Catherine that we get together and we do cooking demos and we do meal planning parties because when you have plans for your meals life is better but it's not that fun it's one of those things that oh i know i should really do that but I'm hungry, let's go out and get something. Instead of having a regret meal, which is easy to spend $50 or more on, you have meal planning parties that you get together and they're so fun because we'll often say, okay, what do you guys have in the refrigerator that needs to be eaten? Oh my gosh, I've got some cauliflower. And then we have everybody coming in with all kinds of ideas. You could do this, you could do this, you could do this. I do a Q&A every month, so people ask questions like you have today, and if I don't know the answer, I'm going to find it, right, nutrition professor, and we do prep togethers, and we're doing book club, and I'm doing little mini classes, so many things in here, but what's most important is the community aspect, because we're all together with people who care about their health, and that are finding ways to make what they eat more and more and more tasty and include more variety and really serve their best selves. And it's a transition. We didn't grow up, I didn't grow up cooking this way. Mia's the closest thing to it because she was so little, but I didn't grow up eating like this. We didn't have garbanzo beans that we turned into a, a sandwich spread, right? I mean, this, this is so different than what we grew up with. And so it takes time and it takes love and it takes, it takes a place to be able to learn without judgment so that people don't have to feel like, oh my gosh, that's a silly question. I'm afraid to ask. No, we take from plant curious all the way to plant professional. And Catherine has been a plant professional. She has been eating this way for years. 
Yet she tells me, I can't believe how much I'm enjoying this. This is just a blast. I love it. And we actually care about each other. So it is so fun. And I would invite you with open arms to come and join us in the Foodie Bar Way of Life. And you can give it a test run on Thursday with, that will be Thursday, June 2nd. So if you're watching this as a replay and it's already passed, then you definitely want to get on my email list at thenutritionprofessor.com. But send me an email, thenutritionprofessor at gmail.com. I will answer. I don't have someone else working for me. It's just me. So when you send me an email, I will get it and I'll respond because this fills my heart. We can make a difference in this world, in each of our lives going forward. There's so much that's out of our control, but what we do have control over is the decisions that we get to make on how we nourish our bodies. And that's just very empowering. Oh, and Catherine said also, Timory does amazing cooking demos on her membership with several recipes for a foodie bar. Oh, <laughs> inspirational island. Oh, I don't know about that, but it sounds really great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Timory. The time went so quickly and you just made three recipes. Of course, Mia was in there too. And, and yep. she was, was this her first time? This was her time? first time on camera. Like, oh. yeah. I wouldn't have known. I was asking because I had not seen her before, but she seems very comfortable and very professional. She really does a great job. She does. And she used to, when she was little, she would pretend that she was on a cooking demo and she oh. would, I would hear her in the kitchen and then you do this, and then you do this, and then you do this. And I thought, oh, one day maybe she'll be with me and we can do something. So this was our first. And I oh, how wonderful. Blast. I'm so glad that she came on with us. It was such a pleasure to have her and to have you. All the delicious things that you're sharing. I wanted to ask the Green Warriors, what are you going to remember? Tell us in the comments, what's your takeaway? Because I had takeaways and I've been plant-based since 2012 and I learned things. I always learn things when Timory comes on. I love having her here. Please stay tuned for a special announcement. I do want to thank Just Taz Voice because she did the countdown and she also did the promos. Just Taz Voice, tell us who's coming up next. Coming up on Be Green with Amy Live. At age 29, diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, Jared Jacobs was told he would be in a wheelchair by age 40 and dead by age 50. Learn how Jared proved them wrong on Wednesday, June 8th, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Be Green with Amy Live. Well, thank you again, Timory and Mia. You are both just fabulous. I hope you can come back because I know you have so much to share. And we're going to put all of your information in the show notes so that people can check you out. Thank you so much, Amy. I loved our first time and I loved our second time and I look forward to the next. Oh, me too. And I want to tell everybody to do what my Uncle Lou used to say to me on the phone. Go ahead and take your right hand and grab your left shoulder. And now take your left hand and grab your right shoulder and squeeze because that's a hug from me to you because we don't just need healthy food we need warm hugs and good feelings and i hope you got that from today's broadcast with timory and also with mia and if you want to join me as i sign off with timory and i don't know if mia wants to do it too but we're going to have <laughs> my tagline which is be strong be well and be green if you guys want to type that in the comments and do it with us are you ready timory i'm ready okay well until i see you guys again remember be strong be well and be green! green. <laughs>
<laughs> bye bye. Bye, Mia. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Now you can listen to Be Green with Amy expert interviews wherever you go. Listen while walking, meal prepping, or traveling. Find Be Green with Amy on Apple, Google, Alexa, Amazon, or virtually anywhere you find podcasts. Be strong, be well, and be green with Be Green with Amy.